0: Welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. My name is Katie Christ, and in 2016, I wrote down in a journal that I was going to become unapologetically my best self. And my purpose is to help women do the same, whether that's overcoming body image issues, creating next-level inner confidence, or up-leveling our emotional intelligence and sense of worth. I believe that by investing in and developing who we are, we can exponentially transform the world we live in. My mission is to create power and influence in the hands of women these are conversations for those ready to rise this is the allured life podcast let's go all in hello 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 and welcome to the allured life podcast i'm your host katie christ and this week's episode this week's podcast i took out from the vault (laughs) so this past week was a little bit hectic um It was my birthday. And then on Thursday, we did this. um, I was recognized um, with so many other women as a nominee uh, for the business forum in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, And so I was originally going to plan to record a podcast that day. And then the day just kind of got away from me. Um, My mother came back into town and then we're just visiting with her. And yes, it's it's an excuse. It's an excuse. But I was like, you know what? Let's just pull something out from the vault um, that I recorded about two years ago. So, because um, when I'm looking at the video, it's it wasn't even our, my last apartment. It was in the apartment before me and Ryan had an apartment together, and now we have a house together. Uh, but I think this is this is something I was ris- I was listening to it again. And I'm like, okay, this is a great step-by-step approach to create focus and discipline to end the year strong. This is something that I actually, I got this from a training from Jonathan Fields, Um, really big in personal development. I actually listened to him on, I'm a a part of Brendan Burchard's growth day. Um, And he did this training two years ago ago or so about just the whole month. The month's theme was creating focus and discipline Um, and, if you guys are curious about what growth day is, it's, it's Brendan Burchard. It's like an app where it's basically just, if you needed anything for personal development, it's all in there. There's journaling prompts, there's uh, journals, there's scoring, there's life assessments. There's each month, they have a theme of personal development. Um, this, this month's actually, I was listening to it on a walk with Cabby. It's all about how to learn really, really fast. Um, but this one, I loved this one because if you're like me um i kind of go back and forth of going from okay i like frameworks like i like eight step processes or three things to focus in on or like like very numerical give me step one step two step three approach and then also at the same time too uh I've been really leaning into emotions and feelings and letting that guide us. And so this is where that's been kind of the theme of the past couple of episodes is really leaning into your emotions and your thoughts and your feelings. And this is where it's it's almost like a yin and a yang of, again, I've talked about this balancing or, or just kind of this beautiful dance of masculine and feminine energy. So feminine energy is very, very much what we just talked about of just the feelings and the emotions and letting that guide us being a, in a feminine leadership. And then the masculine energy is very much, okay, let's go, let's do. And so I've been playing around and, and I'm, I'm still tr- understanding how to explain it. The best to you guys is this dance, is this just a balance of energy, of feminine and masculine, of where we can lean back and just check in easily, letting our guidance system, our feminine energy lead us. That's like, honestly, that's where the power comes from. It stokes our power so that when we do do masculine energy activities, like what this podcast is going to be about, eight eight steps to do something, eight steps where we, we stoke it as So it's as powerful as it possibly can be with tapping into our feminine energy. And then we go into the masculine energy of doing, of being like, okay, we're putting this into action. Um, And so actually when you listen to this, so it's eight steps again, to create focus and discipline from Jonathan Fields. Um, I would say the first is one, two, up until we go into plan. The first, I think it's the first, I think number three is, I should have double checked that. I should have written them all down in order. Um, let me actually have it. Okay, the first two steps, that's feminine energy. It's create a picture of success, create this vision, create this context. We've also talked about that. And then create purpose. So that's all, that's, that's your context right there. A vision of what it looks like and then a why behind it your feminine energy plan, which we talked about last last episode. And then step three is when you then, because you've stoked it from a feminine energy, you've stoked that flame so that you are just like a laser, then you go into the plan and then you go into action and then you do. And you become a no matter what type of a woman, type of a person. Like, like that's it, right? Because I, I just... The reason why I I am so fascinated into this balance of feminine and masculine energy is because honestly, for the first two years of my business, for the first two years of my personal development journey, for the first two years really of, of trying to transform my body, my body, my life, my mindset, all, all of this stuff. I was very much rooted in masculine energy of like, tell me what to do and I will do it Tell, tell me anything. Like I wanted it that bad, that bad to see success, that bad to see the weight come up off that bad to, to just know every single day that if I'm focusing on this personal development, if I'm doing this gratitude work, if I'm doing this meditation, that I will be happy or just tell me how to have like, a business that has a profit <laughs> and then I feel rich and I feel free. Like just tell me and I will do it. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. And so I enrolled in coaching programs. I enrolled in online programs. I spent so much money reading books. Spent so much sort of time, honestly, doing these coaching mentorships, doing these online programs, reading these books, trying these practices, do, 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 doing things, masculine energy things. And I wasn't seeing myself skyrocket like I've seen other people do. I'm like, what's going on? And it's this feminine energy approach. So guys, we'll dive way more into this, but enjoy this podcast. Um, And just know again, too, this is a little bit before it was a feminine masculine but i love this okay bye what does it look like to have discipline and focus to achieve your goals so that's what we're going to be talking about this week and next week so it's a two part series um and we're really going to look at eight parts and I got these from, I I was doing some online training with Jonathan Fields and he was talking about his eight part plan for success. So he called it his success scaffolding plan, I think, Um, but just eight parts. So we're going to go over the first four parts today and then next week we're going to go over the next four parts. So Really, I I was watching this and I was like this this makes so much sense of just having these eight different parts to our kind of our, our success trajectory and really being intentional with each and every one of the parts. And this is how we create the discipline and the focus to achieve our goals, especially when our goals are like weight loss or having consistent energy or feeling confident in our bodies. Like these are really big, grandiose things And so sometimes it's hard to stay disciplined and stay focused throughout there or getting ourselves back when we do fall off a little bit. And so these, when I I was um, listening to all these eight parts, I was like, this is a lot of what I coach on because I was literally kind of taking his framework of success and I was putting it, I was like, okay, this is in that part of the program. This is in this part of the program. So that's why I really liked it. Um. But I thought the way that he laid it out was a really, really great way. Um, So let's dive in. So one of the most common things that I think people struggle with when they start their exercise is they they know what they want, and then they just go straight into action. So they figure out, okay, I want to lose weight. And so what is everybody else around me doing? They, they uh, exercise, they either do this kind of the 75 hard challenge or the insanity workout or strength training two, twice a week and then a whole bunch of cardio. Like they figure out the what. Oh, let's go keto, let's do intermittent fasting, let's cut out carbs, let's just try to do a whole foods diet. So the what. And then they go straight into action. But that leads us to not really properly prepare. And so the first part, the first number one thing, number one thing that you need to do before to kind of create yourself up for inevitable success is to create a picture of what that success looks like. So really get a really great picture of what do you want and what is that going to look like? There's so much power in visualization and mentally picturing what this outcome and the success is going to look like for you of just like for me, I have a very visual person of what my success looks like for my goals, what Katie in the future is going to look like. I know exactly what she wears. I know exactly how she acts every single day. I know how she interacts with other people and her loved ones. I know the goals that she's kind of even striving for further on. I know what she, like I have, <laughs> there's a pair of black boots, high-heeled boots that Katie wears all the time. Like it's it's that finite detail of what I know This picture of my future self is going to look like. So the first thing that I want you to do when you go and you're starting on this new weight loss transformation or trying to make sure that you are living into the best version of who you are going to be is create a really strong picture of who you is going to look like. What are you going to feel? What are you going to see? What are you going to hear? What are you going to talk about? What do you do every single day? Like what are the habits that are in place? What are the goals that she like, or he are like, even trying to reach for even further? Like really create a really detailed picture of who you wanna be and where you're, what this success and what this goal is going to lead to. So again, the, 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 the thing about creating the picture is you need to make it clear and specific like create as much clarity around what you're, what, where you're going and what you're trying to do because this just really grounds you and it excite. it's supposed to excite you. And so when you do dread working out every single day or when you do dread eating the salad or trying to not eat the pizza, having this clear clarity and, and being excited about it and the picture that you're working towards, that's gonna give you so much more grit and resilience towards kind of moving the, six, the needle forward. And the really cool thing too about kind of having this really clear focus and the clarity and mentally visualizing it is that for your brain, it almost becomes like a GPS. It's like you, you have your, it's almost <laughs> like it, whenever, if, if you're looking for a new car, I, I just, this is the first example that popped into my head because I just got a new car. But when you get a new car and you're researching a new car, don't you see it everywhere now? Like, we, uh, my family was really big into RAV4s. And then when I got the RAV4, I saw it everywhere. Now we're, we're, uh, I do a GMC, see it everywhere. But before, I didn't even know GMCs existed. I didn't even know a terrain was a car at all. That's my car. Um, Now I see it everywhere. So the more clear, this is, this is, kind of a weird example, but the more clear and clarity that you get on who you want to become or what this vision, what the picture of your goal is going to give you, your brain starts seeing little different avenues to get there that you weren't kind of clear and focused on or was able to see before. So that's why starting number one, number one is creating this, oops, is creating this picture This really clear and specific picture of where you wanna go. So the number two, so after you kinda really create a clear picture of what you want, number two step is create purpose or figure out what is the purpose for achieving that picture. I talk about this all the time of the importance of grounding your, your desire for weight loss or your desire to have energy or your desire to eat healthy or work out more consistently to ground it down into a deeper why. So I call this your motivating factor, so your why behind your why. So why is it important to achieve that picture that you want? Because what's going to happen when you go through this transformation or any type of a challenge or any time that you have a goal to reach, there's going to be internal and external roadblocks. There's going to be some hard things that you have to do or some behaviors that are so ingrained in you that you're gonna have to pick apart and destroy and make your way through there. And it's not so easy just to do that through willpower alone, through sheer force alone. You have to have a deeper purpose that keeps you going when your willpower is not even there. So when you don't even feel like doing it, you have to have, you have to take the time to really create and understand Why are you doing this? What is important about losing the weight? Or what is important about having energy? Or what is important about feeling confident in my skin? Because there's a reason why you haven't achieved this. So I think a lot of the times it's because we don't have a big enough why, we don't have a big enough purpose that's going to allow us to keep fighting when those external and the the harder ones, your internal roadblocks are happening. So what is a bigger why that you haven't thought of in the past and grounding that in every single day and keeping your purpose connect every single day, thinking of your purpose so that you can kind of get to that picture. So that's number two. So number three is finally going in and planning. So going and and figuring out what are the right steps in the right order for where I want to go. Because a lot of the times, again, like I was saying before, we just go straight into action. But we don't know for ourselves what are the right steps in the right order to get where we want to go. And so Jonathan talks about kind of a couple of factors that you need to have in your plan. And again, when I was reading this, I was like, check 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 like i it's all in my total transformation intensive which i was very excited for i was like another kind of validation for this but i want you to have the information so that in case you you feel like you can do this on your own you have all the information that you possibly could need so number 1 is to chunk it down so you are you're here let's start here you want to get to here figure out what are the roadblocks that I need to get to of, all right, first step, second step, third step, or first mile, second mile, third mile, and then destination. And so, one way that you could do this is to work backwards, uh, if, if this is your goal, what is the step before that of you achieving it? And kind of looking at that, and then and then starting here, so mile three, what do you need to accomplish before you get there? So chunking it down like that and keep going until you get to where you are currently. And then again, you just have real clear focus of, all right, here's my first step. So that's what I have like in the Total Transformation Intensive is we've broken it down into three steps, honestly. So the first part is learning how do you set yourself up for inevitable success? Second part is learning what foods are right for your specific body type. And also your, your exercise too and your movement. And then the third step is how do we create these so that they're lasting transformation, they're lasting habits. You actually continue to do them and it's not just another program where you're, you've you finished it and then you're done. So that's just a little bit of a preview of what kind of my three mile marks are for my clients and for myself. The, the second part of a good and concise plan are benchmarks. So how do you measure the progress that you're making. So asking yourself, did you hit the mark? Did you kind of overachieve? Did you kind of not so do of a great job? And really just understanding how is my progress going? Where can I pivot a little bit? And where can, do I need to kind of just level up just a little bit more? Um, because for a lot of us, it's human nature for us just to be have a really negative mindset and a really negative bias towards our transformation. Like, you know, it is so much easier to be kind of self-critical of ourselves compared to a loved one or a friend or even a coworker. Like for for visualizing everybody outside of us, it looks like they're making so much progress. But for us, we're like, oh, I could have done better. I could have exercised a little bit harder. I could have. I didn't really need uh, to have so much food that day. Like, why did I binge? Why did I self-sabotage? And so we we become really negative. So it's really, really important to have specific benchmarks and just analyzing, okay, how did I do? What did I do really, really well? And giving yourself some praise for that. And then also asking, okay, what were some challenges or obstacles? And then asking too, this is something I ask my clients all the time. When you do have challenges and obstacles, figure out, okay, what could I do better? Or looking at What did you do really, really well? And then kind of taking however you approach that and say, okay, what can I kind of transfer to the things that I did struggle with? So that's why just constantly asking yourself, what did you do really well this week? And then what did you, and then taking that information and understanding where did you struggle with, and then trying to kind of put those habits and those behaviors into the things that you struggle with. And another important aspect of, too, kind of creating benchmarks and and seeing our progress, really, even if it's just like daily 1% things, it overrides our negative bias. So it overrides our brain being like, I'm not doing enough. And it kind of gives us like, hell yeah, I am doing enough. The fourth part of a good plan is to understand the workarounds of what is going to get in my way. What is stopping me or slowing me down from achieving the goal that you want? So I would recommend asking this to yourself weekly. Every single week, take some time and kind of just look at how did how did I show up last week? How are my action steps? What do I need to over? What did I not follow through on? And really understand what stopped me from achieving that. Because when you can pinpoint what stopped you, what is your workaround, what are the obstacles that get in your way, you have so much power and ownership next week. When the same situation pops up, you've already mentally visualized, what do I have to do this time so I do achieve the results or that I show up just a little bit better? All right, and the fourth part of kind of having resilience and focus and discipline for our success is possibility. So understanding and, and, and really like in our bones, knowing that we can do it because it is, you're trying something that you it's not possible. You haven't done in the past. Like it's new, it's different. Your brain, it's your, I call this your critter brain. Your critter brain is going to freak out when you're making change and developing new habits. So, and this is the hard part. And I do have, if you guys want to kind of dive in deeper, I have a workshop on this of creating expectancy and creating that and that in integrating the possibility that this is going to be different. This is possible. So this is, this is the hard work of me telling you the fourth step is possibility. And for you to actually not just say it, Not just fake it till you make it, but actually really in your bones, know that this is going to be it. This is going to be the time. It's not just going to be another time of me saying, I'm going to lose the weight or I'm going to be healthy, become healthy, be confident, be the morning person that exercises every single day. You have to figure out how do you make it so that this is possible for you? And so... For me, for, in my clients, it's creating expectancy. And there's just kind of, there, there's eight question coaching question sequences that I run my clients through that really creates that expectancy that this is possible, this is who I'm going to become. And it really does start off with that, that picture right here and then that purpose. And just asking yourself, how do I what are my steps to get there and knowing like again just deep in your bones that this is possible because i know it's possible i know i know you i know the type of woman you are you've like you're a hustler you've worked so hard in other areas of your life and you've achieved so much your health is just it, it's it's there it's almost there we just need some days to catch up We just, you have the visualization, you have the mental capacity, you have the will and the drive. You just need the support and accountability to get there. I believe in you. you got this. So figure out these four steps first of creating a really big picture of understanding your purpose, of figuring out a plan that works for you. So what are the right steps in the right order for you specifically? Not what's good for the person on social media that's talking about this plan or that diet. Not what's good for your mom or for your sister or for your, even your best friend. What works specifically for you? And then figuring out how do I, in my bones, know that this is possible? Because I know it's possible. It's in my bones that it's possible for you. So take these first four steps. Really integrate that this week and go all in. Alright guys, welcome to part two of kind of creating discipline and focus for success. So I've got my big hoops going, feeling the vibe today, because we're going to talk about again, just creating a really well-rounded kind of eight plan, or kind of eight steps to success. And so this is all from this online training that I took with Jonathan Fields, which I thought was really, really fascinating. Go and follow him. He's a very fascinating kind of person. Um, So... Last week we talked about the first four steps, and so that's creating one, a picture, two, having purpose, three, creating a plan, and then four, integrating possibility and knowing that this is possible for you. So really integrate that. If you haven't watched that, pause this, go back to last week and watch that because it's really kind of a well-rounded training on that. So number five, the fifth step, is to incorporate and figure out proof. So when you're going through kind of transformation or going through habit development and habit changes, you need proof that it's it's working. Because again, I know with the like losing weight and creating healthy habits, it's time. It takes a lot of time for us to even see the physical results or even have other people see the physical results. And so you need to start to incorporate what are tiny little proofs that you are achieving the results that you want. And so that's just, again, asking yourself weekly, what what did I, a lot of the, so I talk with my clients, it's, proof is gonna be in the action. So if you can kind of really analyze your daily actions and your daily kind of habits, is it making you just 1% 1 better than you were yesterday? And that's all the proof that you need is am I, am I making just gradual, consistent changes? Because consistency compounds. That's a, it's a common phrase, but I say it all the time to my clients. Consistency compounds. And so the proof, either you need to have facts and um, data or demonstrations of what this looks like. So really understanding, okay, like this is more of that scientific research behind why does eating whole foods help you lose weight? Why does exercise help you lose weight? And what is, like let's look at the demonstration of what is an, uh, a well-rounded plan? How is that, like what are the ups and flows and, and what's a demonstration of that? So proof could be in kind of doing your research and, and figuring out, does it, is this gonna work? Are there testimonials for a plan? Is, like, can I find somebody that looks like me or is in the same kind of boat as me and has it worked for them? So finding proof in that, but also just finding, like the, the best way, when you're in the, the thick of things, the best way to find proof is through action. And I know that sounds weird, but it is, it's just, you, it, by doing something consistently, you prove to yourself that you're the type of person that can exercise for 30 minutes every single day. Or you prove to yourself, hey, if I can drink the water every single day, I can get up an extra hour earlier or I can eat the foods that are good for me. So that's where it's like, find the small action steps first that you can do consistently because that consistency proof will give you that confidence, that that big hoop vibe that I'm good to go. I can I can keep building on these and that's how habits are formed. So number five is just integrating proofs that what you're doing is going to get you that picture that you want, the results that you want. And again, this just all this takes is just some time to reflect. Reflect on your progress, reflect on the day before, and find those 1% needle movers that you are consistently doing. All right, and the sixth step is my favorite, but it's people. Who's in your corner? Who's in your tribe? Who is supporting you through this, encouraging you through this? setting up accountability through this. Because it is, there's, there's a stat that like, people who have support and accountability and a tribe behind them and a person behind them or something, some sort of accountability and support, they are two times more likely to lose the weight and achieve the results. And so Jonathan goes over, I think it's, let me look up. I have notes because these were a little bit much for me. But it is one, two, three four five six type of people that you need to have in your corner so i'm just going to read them off for you and then you kind of check off does I, do i have this person for me so the first one are coast drivers so these are people doing something similar to you so they're coworkers or friends that they could be trying to accomplish something similar to you at the same time So there's always a certain amount of effort and struggle along the way, and we like to know that we share this with others. So it's kind of like the energy in commiserating is gonna tie you together. If anybody's ever done any sports teams, and they're like, oh my gosh, we have to condition again, or it's a grueling practice, but you had your teammates with you. You knew you weren't alone. You knew that you can go and run and do those drills back and forth across the court because you had people with you. So that's number one, the type of person that you need is a coast driver. Number two is a champion. So these people are here to pick you up. So they're your cheerleaders, these people are really important to you because they can cheer you on. So again, just having someone that when you are going through a rough part or you're going through a roadblock, either externally or internally, there's someone that's like, I got you, you got this, keep going. Keep pushing yourself. So find a champion. Number three is accountants. So people who help you with accountability. So champions and accountants, are they're not the same. One cheers you on, so that's a champion. And one person says, hey, we need to get real here. Like this is the stuff that you said that you were wanting to do, why aren't you achieving it? Someone to hold you up to being the best version of yourself by telling you you're not there yet. So, number three is accountants. Number four is, or number, yeah, number four is a mentor. So, people who have done what you've wanted to do and have a deep understanding of how to get there. Because there is, there's energy and wisdom. So, finding someone that has gone through this process, that knows your pains, knows your, knows your struggles, knows Hey, this is when you self-sabotage, because I used to self-sabotage like that. So find a mentor. And I'm sorry that I'm reading off of this, it's just these are really great definitions, so I want them to be clear and concise for you. Um, Number five is community. Find your tribe, find the people. So people who are out there who you feel see you and acknowledge you. You don't have to do anything other than being yourself and being embraced, so again, find your tribe. And then the sixth one is your challenger. So this is the energy of optimization. These are the people who ensure you're on the right track or not. So they check your work and call you out. So we don't always want anything to do with them. We spend more time looking for validation than advice. And it's better to invite people you know and trust into the process to help you discover things along the way. So this is someone that's going to challenge you. So you have your champion, you have someone that's going to support you. Be like, okay, you got this. Then you have your accountant saying, hey, get right back to it. And then you have your challenger who knows you're, you're making progress, you're, you're staying accountable, let's level up. So I love, I love these six people that you need. Or better yet, find a few people, just like one or two, that might have all the qualities in them as well. So make it easier, work smarter, not harder. And the seventh P towards kind of creating success is your practices. So what are the things that you're doing every single day to get you to your goal? So I know this is this is different than the plan. These are the daily practices or the daily habits. And so what I would categorize this is, is you need to have Three types of practices. So one is the practices that are challenging you, that are stretching you, that feel really uncomfortable, and you might not want to do them. So that's number one. Number two, the practices that I would have are your habits. What are your routines? What are these are and, and what are the things that you consistently do all the time that you don't really have to think about them anymore? And what is great is that the challenge, what you do, will turn into A habit. And so that's the goal is to mesh these down and then creating new challenges. So we have challenges then we have your habits, which this is constantly going. I'm glad I had a manicure or manicure. Um, This is constantly going where what you're challenging yourself to do, it will become a habit. And then the third one is resting. So the practice of slowing down so you can call it self-care, you can call it sharpening the saw, you can call it rest, relaxation, reflection, whatever you want to call it. But the practice of just taking time and understanding, is this working for me? Are these habits that I have in place and, and, and what I'm challenging myself to do, is this working for me? Is this getting me to my goal? So those are the three practices that I think you should have. Something that's going to challenge you, your, your daily habits and your routines. And then your rest and your reflex- reflection. And then finally, the last part, the eighth step, a pledge. Pledge to yourself. There's, there's so much power in either pledging to yourself or investing in yourself that this is it. I pledge, like, this is the time that I'm gonna lose the weight. I promise myself that this is when. I'm gonna feel confident about myself. That these are the steps in the right order that I know will happen, and the uh, the best way to have this happen is to invest in your in the success that you want. It, invest in the reality that you want. Invest in this dang picture that you want. Because again, like there's a reason why you you desire this. There's a reason why this is at your heart that this is something that you want and you need, and it's your purpose and your desire and like your ambition. So if it's that important for you, if this is something that you're so conscious and working towards, invest in it. Figure out, like put your money where your mouth is at. It's I, I know how great and how much it just kind of like increases your level of success when you you either pledge to yourself that this is gonna be it or you invest in yourself and say, this is going to be it. So figure out what are, what are my eight Ps and what's gonna help me get there? What is the support and accountability that I need? And so those are the eight steps per Jonathan Fields. So again, I wanna give him all this credit, but I really liked it because I did feel like it really aligned to everything that I talk about. So again, just to recap, the first four steps that we talked about in last video was to have a picture, to have a purpose, to have a plan, and to create possibility. And then the next four steps is to have proof, to have some dang people, to create practices, and then to make the pledge. So again, just go through if, if this is something I want you to have this. I want you to have success. Go through these eight steps because I know this works because these are the eight steps that I integrate in my programs. So just go all in, figure it out for yourself and figure out where do you need support and guidance and accountability for this. And if that is something that you need, let me know. I have a free um, weight loss kind of strategy call to really go through all of these processes and to understand what is stopping you or slowing you down from achieving the results that you want. So guys, I believe in you, you got this, go all in. Hey there, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women listening. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your friends. Or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget, if you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Katie See you back here next week.